and welcome to the pilot episode of The List Makers, a new mini podcast from the Doctor Who show, where we take a top five topic, each list our picks, and discuss them. But there are no hard and fast rules, it is all about the chat. I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And welcome to our first episode, where our topic is top five Doctor Companion Teams. Yes. This is going to be fun. I'm already looking forward to this. So this new format is what we hope will be a new monthly show on our stream. Uh, But it's very simple. We're going to each give our lists for this month's top five-ish topic, explaining our picks, and then we'll chat about what we have in common or what we didn't have in common. Things we want to note, all done in about 20 minutes. You can interpret the top five any way you like, Rob. You might be going personal views, you might be going analytical views, objective mm-hmm. views, yeah. uh, if you want to do a 6 or a 4 instead of a 5, that's cool too, it's just about the chat. Rob, how are you? I'm well Dave, and one other thing, you tell me you're not going to interrupt me with any snaps, so we won't know if you agree with any of my picks while I'm going through them. No, we'll just give each other's list, and then we'll talk about where they overlapped or, or didn't. Mm. So, yeah, look, we're just here to have fun. And at the end of it all, we'll pick another one out of the hat of Rassilon. But more on that later. Rob, the topic is top five Doctor Companion teams. What is your list? Dave, my list, I'm going to start with my fifth and I'm going to work down towards what I think is my first. Yep. If that's uh, all right with you. I'm going to start with the sixth Doctor and Evelyn Smythe. Yes, I've gone for a big finish uh, straight up. And this is partly to the fact I'm on a great journey with big finish at the moment. I'm I'm listening to everything. And just like everyone says, Evelyn Smythe is a real revelation with Colin Baker's Doctor. She's older. She's wiser. She's a history buff. She's funny. She's sweet. And compared to what we got on screen, at least, with Perry and Mel, she's just a revelation with Colin Hands down, no questions. She's brilliant. Um, for fairness, however, I will say that Perry and Mel do come across quite well on Big Finish 2. Mel in the fires of Vulcan is a revelation. But Evelyn Smythe and the Colin Baker Doctor, magic. Already out there with an unusual pick to start your list, Rob. Keep going. <laughs> Next up, we have the fourth Doctor and the first Romana. Now, you can put Tom with a lot of companions and it's fine. It can even be gold. He's he's good with a lot of people. But with the first Romana, we have this no-nonsense, super smart companion who's just, you know, quite refreshing to have around. She doesn't have his worldliness, and I guess that's where some of the drama lies and, you know, conflict comes up. But she has his smarts. Actually, she's she's smarter, I believe. And it's just nice to have a, a clever clogs companion around sometimes. You know, see also Zoe, Liz, um, Adric. And the beaut thing is all of those clever clogs show their smarts in different ways too. So none of them are quite the same either. So the fourth Doctor and the first Romana, wow. Yep. Moving on. I have the first Doctor... With Stephen and Vicky. Now, I think this is a stripped-down version of the original TARDIS team because, as I've said a million times, Vicky is Susan done right. Stephen's a more knockabout sort of version of Ian. And the extra role that was covered by Barbara isn't really needed here. This just gives us this good dynamic without any excess meat on the bones. And I think this kind of companion team, like a a guy and a girl with a doctor, is almost as iconic as a doctor with a single female assistant. And I'm going to say, when it comes to the first doctor with just two companions, I think this is the best example during Hartnell's time. Interesting. I will have more to say on this. Okay. 
Moving on to my second choice, I've got the Troughton Doctor with Jamie and Zoe. Now, we've recently done our Season 6 retrospective. I spoke a lot about this team then. It's just solid gold, isn't it? I mean, Jamie, the slightly thick, brawny guy. Zoe, the clever clogs. Another clever clogs in my list. A guy and a girl travelling with the Doctor. The rapport they have with Troughton. You know, it's it's just undeniably classic. It's a cut above Ben and Polly. It's a cut above Ben, Polly, Jamie. It's a cut above Jamie and Victoria. It's just one of the iconic pairings. I can't not have this in my list. No, if I had to pick one that you would have in your list, Rob, that would have been definitely the one I would have gone for. But what is your number one Doctor Companion pick for your list? This could be hugely contentious. There'll be people out there spitting out their Wheaties when they hear it because I've probably not covered a lot of interesting Doctor and Companion teams, to be honest. I'm going with the Seventh Doctor and Ace. Ooh, okay. Mm. Now, I think this is very much a generational thing. I was 12 years old when Sophie joined the TARDIS, and I thought, wow, she's new and refreshing, albeit a bit cheesy, because, you know, they couldn't make her like a real girl of that age, so she kind of had that TV sort of persona. But I thought it was just marvellous compared to, to previous companions. Uh, and her joining, of course, then coincided with Sylv coming into his own. His performance went up. The stories got a hell of a lot better immediately in the following season. And she was there for that. It's just right. They work together. And in audio, in convention appearances for, for decades after, they just seem like a great pair. I, I can't not have them in the list. And in fact, I'm putting them first. Well, that's your list here on our first episode of The List Makers. Rob, I'm actually quite surprised, not by all of your choices, but by the fact we have at best half a pick in common across our lists. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's because I didn't have any Davo picks. Well, I have got a Davo pick, so I've got you covered. But uh, oh, no. we'll, we'll discuss it more as soon as I give my list. So I'll make a start. I couldn't quite keep it to five on this occasion. I have an honourable mention for... The Seventh Doctor and Bernice Summerfield, because, look, listeners will know I love the new adventures and I could not have them. In number six, I did sneak in The Third Doctor and Liz Shaw, just because nice. they're one of the teams that I grew up with. I love that Doctor interaction. It's kind of like what you said about the Fourth and Romana one. I love that smart interaction between them. It may not be accessible to every viewer, but it works for me. Mm-hmm. Number five... I suspect this is one you might have predicted I was going to have. It's a personal choice, and that is the fourth Doctor and Adric. I love that relationship. I love that mentor-Telemachus relationship, the father-son, uncle-nephew, whatever you want to call it. Again, there's a smart level of dialogue. Adric wants to explore the world, and the Doctor wants to show him. Adric wants to learn. The Doctor wants to teach. That, to me, is just a perfect Doctor companion team. Mm -hmm. Number four on my list is my Davo pick. And yes. I have gone with the fifth Doctor, Tegan and Turlo. Not bad. Not bad. It's not bad at all. Look, in fact, I think it's the fourth best. Like you said, Rob, I think there is something that works with that Doctor male female dynamic. And that's yes. maybe something we can talk about. And it works here. I think that by this stage, Tegan has toned down the antagonistic stuff. She's still very headstrong, still very individual, still gives her views. But. That is played down a bit. She gets on better with the Doctor. And Turlo is a perfect foil for her. Turlo is somebody else who doesn't want to admit that he wants the Doctor to show him the universe, but you can kind of tell he really does. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of cynicism there. It's funny sometimes. I think they're a great dynamic. Getting into my top three, 
And I am going for The Twelfth Doctor and Bill. Nice. This is easily my favourite companion Doctor team of the new series. Once again, and maybe I'm repeating myself, I kind of didn't realise when I was putting this list together just how strong this theme is going to be. But once again, it is that teacher-student mentor Telemachus relationship there of a companion who wants to explore the universe and the Doctor who wants to show her. And Bill, I think more than any other new series companion, is just the audience identification figure who just wants to get in the TARDIS and travel in time and space. That's what we all want to do. That's why we watch the show. And seeing her love to do that and seeing Capaldi do it with her, just, oh, how good was that series and how good was that relationship? And literally starts as a, a student-teacher relationship. She is doing e- exams for him. You know? Exactly, exactly. Essays and stuff, yeah. It really does. Uh, number two is my half a match with you because I have gone the first Doctor, Vicky, Andy, Ian and Barbara. Oh, so close. So close. But look, to me, this is that classic 60s team. Vicky is just a wonderful character. Again, young, smart, enthusiastic, wants to explore. Ian and Barbara, they're just so good, such good portrayals. The, by this stage, the Doctor's relationship with them is much better. He's he's cantankerous and he's edgy. You've called him Yoda before and that's what it's like. It's it's Yoda and Luke with, with, mm. with the first Doctor and Vicky. They all work together. They're brilliantly written. So that's my number two. Number one, I'm amazed this wasn't on your list, Rob, but my number one is a really obvious pick, I thought, and that is The Fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane Smith. It had to be there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it had to be on one of our lists, and we've made it, it's made it at number one on mine. Look, what can I say that hasn't been said? They work so well together. Liz Sladen is such a good actress, works perfectly with Tom, such a good character, determined, brave, scared intelligent, funny, dynamic, like everything you want. The relationship's just there. They're helped by going through some of the best-written parts of the series, but mm. that's just a classic, classic team. So there, my picks, interestingly, across 11 picks there, 12 if you count my uh, honourable mention with ben, Benny and McCoy, mm-hmm. only half a match. <laughs> This is very unusual for us. And I'll start, Dave, by saying I'm gobsmacked you didn't go for McCoy and Ace because this is your era too. In fact, it's probably more your era than mine. You were slightly younger. If we were doing this when I was 12, Mm -hmm. it absolutely would have been out there. I have... Outgrown is a very pejorative term, so I won't say that, but... (laughs) Especially when they're my number one, yes. Yeah, yeah, but I do kind of look at them now and... Maybe because I was so young, I do kind of look down my nose a bit at them as being very, very much a sort of a childish thing. And and yeah. maybe I do feel as though, you know, they're, they're a bit of, you know, they're, they're the kid me. And maybe maybe that's that's um that's dragged me down a bit. Because I, I did love them. I, I loved Ace when I was a kid. I absolutely loved her. Yeah. And just as you say, you know, it's interesting I didn't have Tom and, and Sarah Jane. I'm shocked you didn't have Troughton with Jamie and Zoe. So I actually made a list here of a couple that I was very regretful I couldn't squeeze in there. And Trout and Jamie Zoe absolutely was mm. one of them. That's, that's sitting right here on my regret list. Uh, the Third Doctor <laughs> and Joe was on my regret list. and I I really hesitated. Do I go Pertwee Liz or Pertwee Joe? And for me, it's Pertwee Liz. I just like that dynamic better, but I, I regret it. And the one, you know, that I, I was looking back at my list as I was driving home today, getting ready to record this. Mm-hmm. And the one that I think I've been a bit harsh on is The Ninth Doctor and Rose. Okay. 
because as I look at both our lists across them, we've only got one new series pairing there. That's Capaldi and Bill, which I think you're a fan of as well, Rob. Very much so, yes. And I kind of went through the new series companions and their relationships, and I think I don't appreciate or didn't appreciate until now just how much the Tenet Rose relationship does creep back in time and sort of sour just a little bit the Ninth Doctor Rose relationship. Because I remember at the end of that series, myself and my friends in fandom, we were all just amazed at how good Equiston was with Billy Piper and how good she was as a companion. Mm -hmm. And I think if I'd be making the list at that stage, I would have included them. And I wonder if the reason I didn't include them was just how much I didn't like Rose with Tennant. And is it fair of me then to have left off that pairing? Because they are a distinct pairing. That's a that's that's a great question. Yeah, you can actually color things, you know, going backwards in time. It's like when you know you might like a band, and then you know five years down the track, the the band leader says something absolutely stupid, and it sort of colors how you see their earlier records, even though the the earlier record has absolutely nothing to do with what they said five years later. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, it's or, that or, kind or, an, of thing. or you know, or an actor makes a really bad movie or says a really, Mel Gibson, you know. Yeah, you, you look at early Mel Gibson movies that you thought were great, and now you kind of you kind of know where Mel Gibson stands on a few issues and a few things he's done since. And you're like, oh, I don't enjoy his old movies quite as much. Yeah, or gosh, even watching Buffy now for uh, a very big reason. But we won't go down. That we won't go down that path. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Dave. I'm. I'm. I'm still shocked that we only got half and that's even being charitable i guess it, it is and i'm going to ask you to expand on one of yours rob because i'm curious your fourth pick was the fourth doctor and romana one now yes. if we'd been doing this 10 years ago or certainly 20 years ago everyone would be screaming at you it should be romana two yes do you do you think that things have changed has your view changed and and why why for you one not two my, my view hasn't changed. I've always resonated with Romana 1. I find as time goes on, all the fandom comes around to my opinion because, you know, that's it's just fair and sensible for them to do so. Uh, I jest, I jest. Uh, but I have noticed, yes, more and more people coming around towards uh, the first Romana. I just find her a more interesting character, to be honest. You know, that's slightly uh, tougher. She's more brash. She's not as funny. I like that kind of thing. I think that plays well against Tom, whereas someone who's just a bit happy-go-lucky, a bit funny herself, it just sort of tips things in slightly the wrong direction with the fourth Doctor, especially in that era. I just feel she works better with him. Um, So I would have always said this, and that is no lie. And yes, she is getting more popular. Um, Yeah, it is interesting. I think that the Doctor-actor versus actress relationship does come into play in the way, in that... You know, Lala Ward, I mean, there's, there's the stuff, you know, people have said that Tom and Lala in City of Death is, is literally just watching two people fall in love on screen. Mm. Because that that is what, what's happening as they're wandering around Paris. And then there are stories like State of Decay where they won't even look at each other and they're clearly quite antagonistic. But <laughs> that makes it very interesting. But, but there is a real sort of a bond between those two, whereas there's a friction between Tom and Romana One. Mm-hmm. In the same way, there was a friction between Tom and Leela, and, and I suspect there'll be some listeners out there that'll be screaming at us going, where's Tom and Leela? Where's the fourth Doctor and Leela? Yeah. But but to me, whilst I enjoy Louise Jamison's portrayal, it's a very good one, 
the friction between Tom and Louise really does come across to a friction between the Doctor and Leela, and it doesn't make always for a good on-screen relationship, I don't think. No. No, no, I, I don't think it does either. And and going back to another reason that's just come to me, why, why I like this sort of thing. I like when I'm watching a film and you have a, a hero who may be a particular profession, spy or whatever, and then they come up against someone who is also of that profession. So think of, say, James Bond in Goldeneye. His adversary in that film is another 00 agent. And I think that's fabulous. I love seeing that. And recently I've been watching Spooks. I've watched 86 hours of Spooks in the last month. So <laughs> wow. I, I really know my Spooks at the moment. And there are some episodes where they come up against ex-spies. And the ex-spies know all the same tricks they know. And I think here, Tom is not up against Romana 1, but she is a Time Lord. And she's not quite as worldly, but she knows how to pilot the TARDIS. She knows this and that about the universe. And I find that very interesting not all the time but the, to, for for a season or two to have someone there who is the doctor's equal genuine equal i love that sort of thing yeah no look i totally see where you're coming from and i think i think that's a very good analogy one final question from me to you rob mm. you have no new series pairings on your list if i would have said to you look it doesn't have to t- knock anything out of your five but i want you to put one on the list that we're making today sure what would be your new series pairing uh, Tenant with Donna, easily. Okay. Above all others. Above all others. Easily, 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 Dave. And and for the simple reason, I've got this at the top of mind because I was talking to someone about it on Twitter about it 24 hours ago. She uh, does not have this wild crush on the Doctor that's unrequited. She is not having a love affair with the Doctor that, that, that is actually happening. So she's not like Martha. She's not like Rose. They're just two mates knocking around. She's slightly older. So although she's not Evelyn Smythe older by any means, she's just that different dynamic with the younger dashing Doctor. It just works. She plays it very well. She's very funny. Oh, without doubt, the Doctor and Donna. It's interesting. Almost everything you said there, apart from the age thing, I would absolutely also say if I was talking about Capaldi and Bill, very, very similar sort of things that, you know, not in love with the Doctor, just wants to explore, two mates having fun. Um, It's just that I guess in the end, the characters resonate a bit better with me with those two than Tennant and, and Donna do for you. Yeah, we're both not fans of Kissy Kissy and the TARDIS, I know. No, we're not, we're not. But... <laughs> On that note, we are moving towards the 20-minute mark of our mini-podcast. We have made our lists as the list makers, and it's now time for us to draw from the Hatter Rassilon our topic for our next episode. And Ooh. listeners, you are very welcome to email us or tweet us with suggested top five best, worst, whatevers to go in the Hat of Rassilon. There's already enough there for the next couple of years, so they'll all go in the mix. Now, I have seen the Hat of Rassilon. You showed me a picture of it. It's a it's a straw hat, is it? It's a straw boat. It, it could also almost be the Hat of Turlow, really. But that, that's... <laughs> Is that a school hat? No, no, it's just one I no? picked up okay. when, I was, um, when I was visiting Cambridge a few years ago. Oh, very nice. Um, so I've delved into the Hat of Rassilon, or the Hat of Turlow. We could go either way. And our topic for next time is <laughs> Top 5 Companion <laughs> Departures. Oh... I'm already thinking of my list. But until then, I've been Dave. And I've been Rob. And this was The List Makers. Farewell. Farewell.